Okay, we're on Daf Yud Beis on Amud Aleph, uh, ten lines down from the top of the Amud, where the Gemara brings from the Mishnah, Ubeisil Olaimrim. So the Mishnah brought the opinion of Ubeisil Olaimrim Bepruta. That the condition of Kesef is just with the amount of a Pruta. So Rav Yosef so thought to explain the opinion of Ubeisil as follows. Pruta, when it says in the Mishnah that the amount is a Pruta, what is that Pruta called? Whatever, whatever it is. Meaning in every place in the world, whichever country you're in, the currency in that country, the coin, the, the smallest coin that there is there, so the coins were made from copper. That's what a pruta is, a copper coin. So in some countries, the lowest and the copper coin had more copper in it, and some had less copper in it. So the value is, is different. So he said that with whichever, every country, the amount of copper they put into that coin, that's what it is. Amalei Abaye, so said to Rav Yosef, but Valokatani, we learned in the Mishnah when it says, Basil says pruta, it says a specific amount. Kamo hi pruta. What is a pruta? It's an eighth of, of the Italian iser, meaning that it has to have exactly that amount of copper, which is going to be an eighth of the value of an iser talki, which is a silver. And the Rambam actually says, I think I mentioned this in the beginning when we learned the Mishnah, that it has to be the value of, the, of, of a piece of silver, which is the weight of a uh, barley. Or I think a half a barley, a half a barley, right? So that's so the Mishnah says it has to have a particular amount of copper in it. You can't say that in every country, whatever they decide to make their coin. If you'll argue and say, when it says in the Mishnah this year that it has to have, it has to be a coin which is the copper, an eighth of the Israel Talki, maybe that's only in the generation of Moshe. But here and now, you're just going to go according to the people, the kind of coins that are used now in every country. Maybe that's what determines what's considered to be a pruta. So the Rishayim say, why would the Mishnah say a shear of Deir Eishel Moshe if it's not necessarily the shear that we go by today? If, the answer is, if you're in some far-flung place where they don't have a particular coin over there and you don't have any shear to go by, What's a pruta? So you'll have to use that shear of the coin, but otherwise, <laughs> we go by the actual coins that's in circulation amongst people. So he says, no, that can't be. Because when Ravdimi came to Bavel, so he said, in his generation, so he also was evaluating a certain pruta that was used in a kedushin, kamahi pruta, and he was evaluating to see how much is this pruta, to see whether this pruta that was used in a kedushin, did it have at least an amount of copper, an eighth of the Italian iser, and Rashi says, and he was evaluating it, and he saw that it didn't have that amount, and he was mavatla kedushin because of this. So we see that if it doesn't have that amount, he wasn't even chayshish at all for the kedushin. And when Ravin came, Omar Abdustoi, he said that these three Amiraim, Shiro, they were evaluating Kamehi Pruta. What, what, is, what is the minimum amount that is a Pruta? And they said that it's actually a sixth, has to have copper in it, that's a sixth of the Italian Nisar. So it looks like here in the Gemara that there's actually a Machlaikis about the Pruta. Does it have to be larger, Echad Mishisha or Echad Mishmaina? The, the Mishnah said clearly that it's Echad Mishmaina Bissera Italki. So the Gemara will soon explain that there's no Machlaikis over here regarding the Pruta, there's a different Machlaikis here. We'll see soon in the Gemara. 
But the point is that he's bringing him, the, the, Abai is bringing Rav Yasef, that you see over here that these Amairaim clearly were evaluating the Prute in their times, not according to the Chashvilu Inchi, whatever the lowest coin, the copper coin in circulation is, but uh, according to this Shir of either Echad Mishmain or Echad Mishisha, Bisari Talki. Because they had their coin then. If, if it's not, in other words, you have to have a coin, but meaning it's not necessarily the lowest coin in the in the currency. It could be like today, you have a penny, you have a nickel, you have a dime, there's different kinds of coins, but the point is, you're going to have to use the coin for a pruta, not necessarily the lowest coin in the circulation, it could be a different coin, as long as it has this value of Echad Mishmayin and Talki. If you're right, that we go by this shear that it says in the Mishnah, this what we learned that it says in a Braise, in another place where it speaks about a pruta. Go out and make the following calculation. How many prutas are there in two sloin? So the, what, what the, the context of what this uh, Braise is talking about is, Rashi over here brings, it's talking about a person that, um, second, see the Lashon of Rashi, it's, uh, it's talking about a person, Rashi doesn't bring it over here, a person that um, <coughs> was, uh, I think the case is, he was Moyel Behektish. And because of this, uh, yeah, Rashi brings it later on actually, a person that was Moyel Behektish, and he was Moyel and Hektish, a tiny amount, a minimum amount, just one pruta. So what does he have to do? One of the things is, he has to bring a carbon osham. And a carbon ashram has to be the minimum value of two uh, shkolim. So from here, the Braise is saying, look at how the Teireh is being stringent with this individual. He only had Hanna from Hektish, just the amount of a pruta. And for a kapara, for this, he's going to have to bring a carbon that's worth much more than the pruta that he had Hanna from. So tzei v'chashayv, kama prutas b'shnei sloim, how many prutas are there in two sloim? The behemoth that he brings us to be two shkolim, which is the same thing, two slime. Yaser ma'alpayim. There's more than 2,000 prutas in two slime. Hmm. That's okay. We'll see soon the cheshman, how we come to that number of yaser ma'alpayim. But now the question that Yaser <coughs> asks is, hashta alpayim lehavyen. There isn't even 2,000 prutas in two slime. Yesemalpayim karilu. And this b'raisa says it is more than 2,000 prutas in two slime. How could that be? So if Yaisa is trying to prove him here, it must be that Bryce is saying this because the prutus that we know according to what the Mishnah says is the prutus in the time of Mesha. But if you hear this Bryce is talking about prutus in a later generation where the coins got much, much smaller, so therefore there's much more prutus in the in the two slime. Amalahu hahu sabe. So this elder over there that was there when the Abai and Yosef were discussing this, so he says to them, I learned in this b'raise that you just quoted, that it's not more than 2,000, prutus and tusloim, but it's close to 2,000. So therefore your question is not necessarily such a strong question. So but Gemara asks, it's still a question, because sof sof, in the end, if you make the calculation, how many prutis are there in two sloyim? What is it going to come out to? Alpha v'chomishmeye utlosen v'shitu hudavyen. Comes out to be 1,536. That's the number. Now how do you come to such a number? So Rashi over here makes the cheshbin. Look, and Rashi says uh, that uh, every sela has four dinarim in it. And every dinner is 24 isodim. The Gemara will, will soon, we'll, we'll go through the cheshbin soon in the Gemara, you'll see that every dinner has 24 isodim in it. 
And now, and every Iser has eight Prutus in it. So eight times 24 is going to be 192 Prutus. So if it's 192 Prutus, and then you have eight Dinarim for two Sloyim, again, because every single Sela is four Dinarim. So for two Sloyim, that's eight Dinarim. So eight times 192 is 1536. That's the cheshbon. If you got it or not, but it, 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 it's, it's a shtimt. It, it works. So the it comes out that there's much less than 2,000. So even if you guide us in the b'raise, that it's karev to 2,000, but it's, it's only 1536, you're pretty far from, from 2,000. So Rav Yosef's question stands, it must be that these coins became smaller and therefore there's closer to 2,000 than 1536. <coughs> so the Gemara answers that no, it's not a question because Kivin, the Nafkalu, Mipalge, Kadev Lalpayim, Kadele. Once it was past 1500 and it's 36 over 1500, so the Braissa calls it already that it's it, in the two halves, whether it's closer to 1000, closer to 2000, so it's past the 1500 mark, so it calls it that it's closer to 2000. Okay, now the Gemara comes back to the two Shiurim that it mentioned before, whether the Prute is an eighth of the Isser. Haitalki, or it's just a sixth, or a sixth, which means actually a sixth is more, it's la- larger prutus. The Gemara explains this machlekes. Gufe kiyoser avdimi omar shir apsimoi bedayir apsimoi estimated in his generation. Kamihi prute echad mishmoi nabis haitalki. The kiyoser avin omar shir rabdustoi rabyane rabayishie kamihi prute echad mishisha bisar haitalki. That it's a sixth of the Italianism. <coughs> should we say that you and Ravin that you're arguing in the Machlaikis of the Tanoim here and the Braise. And the Gemara here is going to bring from a Braise where we see that there's actually a Machlaikis about the Pruta itself. What is the size of a Pruta? If the Pruta is larger, so it's going to be a sixth of the of the Iser. If it's a smaller Pruta, then it's only going to be an eighth of the of the uh, Iser. So the Tanya will learn Nabraisa Prute Shaomra Chachamim. So the Tanakama says, what is this Prute that Chachamim said? Echad Mishmaina Beiser Haitalki. It's an eighth of the Italian Iser, of an Iser. Now what's the Cheshbon over here? Sheish Ma Kasef Dinner. There are six Ma in a dinner. And this this uh, fact that the sixth Ma in a dinner is something that everybody agrees with. And then a Ma is Shnei Pundyainen. A Ma is two Pundyainen. So that means that how many pundyainen are there in a dinner? Twelve. Because if it's two, you have to split it into two, so it's, uh, so it's going to be twelve. Pundyainen is shnei isarin. So that means how many isarin are there in a dinner? Twenty-four isarin in a dinner. Okay, so th- th- these two numbers are important to remember here for, for the Gemara, that there's six ma in a dinner, and there's twenty-four isarin in a dinner. Now a iser is shnei musmesim. A isa has two mismesim in it. Mismes shnei kontrunkin. A mismes has two kontrunkin in it, which means how many kontrunkin are there in an iser? Four. And then if you split that again into two, kontrik is shtei prutes. A kontrik is has two prutes in it. So if you split that into two again, so it'll be eight prutes for an iser. So nimza comes out. Prute is achat mishmaina bisaraitaki. That a prute is an eighth of the iser. That's the Tanakama. Rabshem Gamliel Gamliel argues and says, and here in the Lashon of Rabshem Gamliel himself, he doesn't speak about the Isser clearly. 
So it's, it's not so clear in his Lashon to see what he holds about the Pruta in relation to an Iser. But first let's see what Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says, and then we'll see that Rashi makes the Cheshben of uh, how he argues. So Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says, Shloisha hadrosin lemo. There are three hadrosin to a mo. And then Shnei hanotzin lahadris. There's two hanotzin to a hadris. So, so what does that mean? That there's... Um, uh, so that means that how many hadrosin, uh, again, how many hanotsin is, is that is? Is there in a ma? Six. Shnei shmanen lahonets. So how many shmanen are there in the ma? Twelve. And beis prutes l'shomen. And there's two prutes for, uh, for the shomen. So that means that uh, twenty-four prutes in the in the ma. Okay, I'm not sure if I said the cheshbon right. Okay, but the point over here is that Rav Shemigamliel, as I said, does not speak befeidish about how many prutus are there in the Issa. doesn't say that. So Rashi explains that Rav Shemigamliel is not arguing with the Tanakame, Benigeya, to how many ma there is in a dinner, and Benigeya to how many isarim there are in a dinner. What did the Tanakame say? How many ma is there in a dinner? Six ma for a dinner. And how many uh, isarim is there in a dinner? Twenty-four. 24 Isarim in a dinner. That they're not arguing about. But if you make the Cheshbim and you get to the Prutus over here that he says, how many Prutus there is in a dinner, it's going to come out of different Cheshbim. According to the Tanakama, the sheer of the amount of Prutus that there is in a dinner is 192. That's the number we had before. And if you make the Cheshbim, if you go through from the Tanakama's Lashen, from the beginning, Sheish Mokes of dinner, and then in that there's two Pindyanin, and that two Isarim, and that two Musmesin, and then in that two Kontrenkin, and that two Prutus, it comes out to be 192, uh, 192 Prutus for a dinner. And how many Isarim is there in a dinner? 24. Okay? So if, if you divide 192 into 8, you're going to get 24. Okay? So therefore, there's, 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 uh, every pruta, there's 8 prutas for a dinner. That's the cheshman according to the Tanakhame. According to Rav Gamliel, the cheshman is going to come out to be different. Why? Because Rav again, Rav Gamliel also agrees that there's 6 more for a dinner, and there's 24, uh, 24 um, isarin for the dinner. Okay, but the cheshben of the prutus, though, comes out to be different. If you go through the cheshben of the prutus, it's going to come out, Rabbi Shemek Gamliel holds, that there's only 144 prutus in the, uh, in the dinner. Look at the cheshben over here. It says, three adrasin for Alma, and then two hanotzin two, uh, for every, uh, again, shloisha hadrasin that was for Alma, and then two hanotzin for the adres, two shmanin, and then two prutus. It comes out to be 144. So if it's 144 prutis that there are in a dinner and there's only 24, there's 24 ma in a dinner. So if you divide 144 <coughs> into 6, you're going to come to 24. Okay, so that means that there's 6 prutis in every single iser. Huh? Did I say ma? Maybe I said ma by mistake. I meant to say iser. Again, there's 24 iser in a, a dinner, and there's 144 prutis in a dinner. So therefore, if you divide 144 into six, you come to 24. So that means that there's six prutis in every single, uh, in every single iser. So that's the, the cheshbin, with, again, Lashna de Brai says, Nimtza pruta is echad mishisha b'isra'i That there's six prutis in every iser. 
So the pastures, what do you see over here? The machlaikis is the size of a pruta. So leime, so, so shall we say, the mar omar ketanakama, the ravin, the omar kerabshim gamliel. That the machlaikis between the tanakama and ravin is the, this machlaikis over here, between the tanakama and abshim gamliel. They seem to be saying the exact same thing. So Abayah answered, no. Or not the Abayah, sorry, it's Ravdimi that he's talking to. Abayah is talking to Ravdimi. Ravdimi answers, Bain Didi, Bain Ravim, both of us will agree, I'll leave with the Tanakama. We hold like the Tanakama that says that a Pruta is an eighth of an Issa. Vilaikashia, and there's no question here. And the reason why the Gemara is saying this is because we have the Stam Mishnah in the beginning of the Patek that says that it's an eighth of uh, an Isser. So we don't want to say that one of them was Mishayer, like this opinion of Rabshim and Gamliel in the Braisa that argues with the Stam Mishnah. So, but nevertheless, there's no question over here regarding how they, <coughs> why they were arguing over here. Because ha, the, the Yakir Isuri, the argument over here is what changes is not the value of the Pruta. The pruta always remains the same. What is a pruta? 192 prutas in a dinner. That doesn't change. Everybody agrees to that. But the value of the iser could be changing. Ha the iyake isuri and ha the zayil isuri. The question is, what is the value of the iser? Ha the iyake isuri kom esrim va'arba bezuzi. When the iser is in its highest value, and its right value that it should be. So then there's 24 Isarim in a dinner. So if there's 24 Isarim in a dinner, and there's 192 Prutus in a dinner, if you divide 192 and 8, you come to 24. So therefore, when it's in its value of 24, when the Isar is in the value of 24, it's going to be an eighth of a of a Isar. And ha, Dizel. But if the value of the Isser goes down, so then come Tlasa Utrein Bezuzi. So then 32, you're going to need 32 Isarim for a dinner. So if you need 32 Isarim for a dinner and the value of a Pruta for the dinner is 192, you're going to have to divide 192 into 6 in order to come to, to the number of 32. And therefore, it's going to be 130, uh, it's going to be. Um, a sixth, it's going to be, uh, again, 192 to 32 comes out that it's a sixth of the Isser. So the point that the Gemara is saying is that the argument between Ravan and Ravdimi, they're not really arguing. Everybody agrees how many, what, the, what the amount and the size of the pruta is. The pruta is 192 prutas in a dinner. They, they were just in different time periods, and it depends on the value of the Isser. If the Isser's price went up or the price of the Isser went down. A person was Makadish, a, a woman with a, with a date. So one date, does, does this have a value of a pruta or not? So the Gemara says, Even if we know that you need a massive amount of dates, a quart of dates, and that's the value of a dinner, so if that's the case, one date is seemingly for sure not worth a pruta, but nevertheless, mukadeshes, she will be mukadeshes because chayshinon, shemeshava pruta b'madai. Because possibly this date, even though here, it doesn't have that value. But maybe somewhere far away in madai, it has that value. <coughs> Which means that, okay, b'pashas, it sounds like what Shmuel is saying is that she's 100% mukadeshes. So the Gemara asks, that it has to be the value of a pruta or a shava pruta over here. You can't say that maybe somewhere else has its value of a pruta. Answers the Gemara, there's no question. The mission is telling you in order for it to be Mukadesha, the Vadai, so it has to be a value of a pruta here. And ha, Bikidushi Safik. 
And Shmuel was speaking about the Kiddushin to say that Yechoshish Misafik, that maybe over there in that place, it has the value of a, uh, of a Pruta. So it's only Kiddushi Safik. Okay, so there's a big machlekes shainim about this. Somebody shainim say, what's if you find out that over there in Madai it's actually worth a pruta? You know it for a fact. It's not only chashinon. So somebody shainim say, so then it will talk and be kedusha vada, which means it doesn't have to go according to the value of here where you're using the pruta. The fact that it's worth a pruta somewhere else in the world, it has. It's called mamin. It has. It has the value of a pruta. But other Rishayim say that no, that even if you know for a fact that it's worth somewhere else this pruta, it's, it's not, she's not going to be Mukadesh's Bevadai, she's only going to be Mukadesh's Misafik. And this is really based on another point that the Rishayim argue about. When the Gemara here says, Kedushi Safik, does the Gemara mean Kedushi Safik Minatayra? That Minatayra, if it's worth somewhere else this amount, so therefore she would be Mukadesh's, so there's a Safik, Minatayra. Or the Kedushi Safik here is just Xayrim Idrabonon. Maybe there's someone here from Maltai, and he sees that they're using this Tamar, and then he's going to see that they're going to say that it's not a Kiddushin. He's going to go back to Maltai and say that with this Tamar, you can't be Mekadah She'isha. And really over there in Maltai, you can. So it's only a Gzeda Midrabanan. That's a, not another point here. Chleik <laughs> is the way they're trying to learn this. Even if she's not Mekadah, she still needs a certain amount. Yeah, correct. It has to be at least this Pruta. Yeah. That's Vasil's opinion, what? For her, it's Pruta. What, it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't, it doesn't go by her uh, opinion. It has to be the minimum, the val- this value of a pruta that uh, Basil said in the Mishnah. There was another story with a person, the Akdish Bezavdu the Ordi. He was Mikadesh, a wife, a, a woman with Zavdu the Ordi with a ball of cotton. Yosef Rafshimi Barchia Kameh Rav. So he was sitting in front of Arav, the Kamaayim Bay, and he was analyzing to see, is Bashava Pruta? Does it have this value of Bashava Pruta? So in, shall be Mikadeshes. Eloi, Eloi, and if not, she won't be Mekadesh's. So the fact the Gemara, but the less Bashava Prute, even if it doesn't have the value of a Prute here, Eloi, you're going to say that she's not Mekadesh's, but Va'oma Shmuel Chayshinon. Shmuel said that we're still concerned that maybe somewhere else it is worth a Prute. And so the Gemara, Eloi Kashia, it's not a question, Habi Kedushi Vada. He wanted to see if she's Mekadesh's Vada. And Habi Kedushi Safik, but we would have to anyways be Machmer that there's a Kedushi Safik because maybe it's worth somewhere else. Another story with a person, the Akdish, Ba'avne, the Kochla. He was Mekadish, a woman with a stone, with a precious stone, which is, as Rashi says, a black or bluish marble. Yosef Rav Chizde, Rav Chizde was estimating to see, he is Beishava Prute in, if it has a Shava Prute, so she'll be Mekadishes. And if not, she won't be Mekadishes. So again, the Gemara asks, "Vi les b'shava prute loy," and if it does not have the value of b'shava prute, she won't be mukedeshes. For how much Shmuel didn't Shmuel say chayshina that we have to be concerned that it could be of a value of b'shava prute somewhere else? And says the Gemara, "Rav Chizde loisavale the Shmuel." Rav Chizde does not hold of Shmuel's opinion about this, right? as we'll see here in the continuation of the Gemara. That over here, the reason why they were estimating to see if it has a Shava Pruta was not only to see if she's Mikadesh's to this man, but what happened afterwards is the brother of this man went and gave her a Pruta. So now the question is whether the brother could be Mikadesh or not. So if you're going to say that Rav Chista held of Shmuel, so then for sure the brother can't be Mikadesh. Why? Because the halacha is that if the first one would be Mikadesh's, even just Misafik, so then she would need a get from the first one, and you can't be Mekadish, a woman that was married to a brother. So over here, if we see that he was looking into it to see if it was a Shava Pruta or not, he had a tzad to say that the brother, that the second one would be Mekadishes, and the first one would not be Mekadishes at all, and you wouldn't be, need a get. So therefore the Gemara here is saying that he does not hold of Shmuel. That's how Taisus explains the Gemara.
Now, the mother came along and said, even if today it doesn't have the value of a Shava Pruta, but for the value of this changed. And then on that day that he was Makadisher, it did have the value of a Pruta. Abasra. Do you not believe to say that when the first one, the first man, was Makadashir, that he did have the value of a pruta then, and now the brother came already and was Makadashir with something that we know is for sure a pruta, and now you're going to ask her on the second man, on this husband, because you're telling us that the time before, a year before, when he was Makadashir, then had a value of a pruta. You, we're not going to believe this one woman, this mother here, to say such a thing. And the Gemara says, Love Hainu, the Yehudis, the Bistu, the Rabchir, isn't this the same? Like the story with Yehudis, the wife of Rabchir. The Havilot Tsar later, she was having pain giving birth. So Amra Leh, she says to her husband, Amra Aim, my mother told me, Kibubeich Avuch Kiddushi Kizutris, your father had accepted Kiddushin for you from another man when you were young. So she's telling her husband, Rabchir, that really my whole marriage to you is Be'isr, and the child that's going to be born is a Mamza here, because really my father already accepted Kiddushin from someone else, for me. Oh my Allah, so Rabchir tells his wife, Love called Kimina de Imech, your mother is not believed, the Asr Sleich Ilavoy, to make you Asr on me. <coughs> You're not going to believe just one woman to come and say such a thing, that it once happened such a story in the past. Right? And the Chilish over here is, even though. His wife himself, herself is saying this, that she trusts her mother. Usually there's a concept we learned in the Gemara in Subas that it says, A person can, can make an Issa for themselves, even if we don't necessarily believe. But if here in this case, because it pertains to the marriage, to the husband as well, so she doesn't have the ability to come and say such a thing to ask herself. Amri lay Rabbanan said further to Rav about the story that we're talking about before. When there was the question of whether she was married to this man that was Makadashir with this uh, with this piece of marble, am I? Why are you saying that we're not chayshish for the kedushin of the first brother that was Makadashir? But there are edim in this place idis the yadi that know that on that day it had in a shavu pruta. Tosis adds over here that the Gemara is saying that people were saying not only that there are edim. But there was actually a rumor about, there was a coil, there was a certain rumor about the fact that, that, that there were these Edim. So therefore, it's not Stam that the mother is coming along and saying that it was a Shavu Pruta. But there's a rumor that there's Edim that know this as well. So Avchista still, he said, Hashte Leilesno Kamon, the Edim are not here. And therefore, the fact that there's a rumor that there's those Edim, we don't care about that. When we evaluate this Avna de Kuchle in front of us, we don't see that it has the value of a Shavu Pruta. Isn't this the same like the story that happened that Rab Khanina said? Rab Khanina, Rab Khanina said, Idei, or Eidei, Bitsad, Istan, Eidim in, in a place called Istan, Viteyasir, and we're going to make her Asr over here. Over there, it's, over there Rashi brings over here the story, which is Nagea here for the Hemshchal Gemara. The story there was that there were uh, uh, daughters of Shmuel that were captured, and, and then they came back into the Shul, and we didn't know, no one knew that they got captured. And they came into the shul and they said, we got captured, but no one had any relation with us, we're pure, and therefore we can still get married to Akain. And he believed them. Because we, usually the Kalalas are Pesha Asar, who are Pesha Hitter. No, no one told us, we had no other source that they got captured. So someone came and asked and said, no, but there's a rumor that there's Adim that know that they got captured. So how can we trust them? That, they, that nobody violated them. 
So over there, Rabchanina said that just because there's a rumor that there's Edom that they got captured, so therefore we shouldn't believe them, we don't have any Edom here. So if there's no Edom in front of us, we're going to believe them. The same thing over here the Gemara is saying. Right now there's no Edom that are telling us that this was worth a Shavu Pruta, this Avner the Kuchla was worth a Shavu Pruta, so we're not concerned. But the Gemara says, Abayi Virava disagreed with Rabchista about this. And they said, you can't compare to the story that we just said about these two girls that were captured. Because if when it comes to these girls that were captured, the reason why we believe them, that no one had a relation with them, is because the menavla nafsha gabe shavoy. We know that the nature of these women, when they, or these girls, when they get captured, they try to make themselves as despicable as possible, so the ones that capture them should not touch them. So there we believe them. But nekel be'eshes ish, should we be mekel be'eshes ish, if it's possible that our Adam that know that this Avner the Kuchla was a Shava Prute, so we have to be chayshish, that maybe they're already married to the first man. So Mara concludes about this, there were children that were left from that, from that family that were living in Surah, and the Rabbana separated from this family because of this chashash, that the wife lived with the second husband and could be the marriage from the first husband was still a marriage. It didn't hold like Rav Chista that said that we're not chayshish for that. And the Gemara explains, V'lav mishum Shmuel. And the reason why the Rabbana were concerned there is not because they held of what Shmuel said, that we're chayshish, that maybe this Avna the Kuchle has a value of prutus somewhere else in the world, even if we don't hold of Shmuel, Ela mishum they were concerned for Abaya and Rav's opinion that since over here there was a rumor that there's Edim somewhere else, so that itself is enough of reason to be chayshish for it. Another story says the Gemara, Ahu Gavre, the Akdish, Bishutisa, the Asa, Bishuka. A person was Makadish's wife with a branch, a hodas, a myrtle, in the street, in the marketplace. So Shalchal Rav Acha Barhuna Lekamei the Rav Yosef So Rav Acha Barhuna sends to Rav Yosef Kehai Gavna Mai What's the story here with this Kedushin? So over here as we'll see besides the fact that you have to know whether one branch of a Hodas has the value of a Shavu Prute So besides that he did something which he's not supposed to He was Mekadosher in the middle of the marketplace So he answered Rav Yosef told him Nagdei Kerav for doing this being Mekadosher woman in the middle of the marketplace so he deserves to get lashes like what Rav said. And we'll see soon what, what uh, are the different things that Rav said you get lashes for. And also on the other hand, And he also said that she has to have a, a get because like Shmuel, that perhaps this is worth a Shava Prute somewhere else. So here the Gemara brings this follow. Rav mangid alman al Rav would give lashes. This is Malkus Mardis. Obviously, this is not a Malkus Menatayra, but he would give a Malkus for someone that's Makadish a woman in the middle of the marketplace. It's 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 a pritzus. It's not a proper kiddushin. Just going over to a woman in the marketplace and giving her money and giving her over here. He gave her a branch and he's Makadish in the middle of the marketplace. So he would give Malkus for this. Disrespectful, it? It's not only disrespectful, it's pritzus. It's, it's, it's not sneezing to, to go and to do such a thing to a woman right in the middle of the marketplace. Or someone that's Makadish with Bia. Our Mishnah said you could be Makadish with Kesef, Shtar, or Bia. But Rav, someone that was Makadish actually with Bia, he gave Malkus for this. Some Rishayim say the reason is because you have to have Edim for the Kedushan and therefore it's Pritzus. Others say even without that, even if you don't need Edim for the Bia itself, you just need Edim Yichod, but nevertheless, it's a Pritzus that the first thing that a person is Makadish's wife is with Bia. And a person that's Makadish's wife without having an engagement before, is also a pritzus. 
It's, it's similar to the way uh, the Rambam describes the way it was before Matan Taira. You meet an Isha in the marketplace and you just get married there right there and then without anything before. So even though there's an actual Kiddushin, but there should be first a Shiduchim, an engagement, and only then they, they can uh, have a Kiddushin. Another thing he gave Malchus for is someone that's Mevatl a get. person sends a get to his wife, and then he sends to tell the Shliach that I'm, I'm being Mevatl the get. What happens? Let's say the shliach goes and gives the get to the wife anyways, and really this get is bottle. And she doesn't know that the get is bottle. She goes and gets married, and she's still an Asia's ish. It can cause major problems. Now the Masa or a person that's giving a get to his wife, but he goes and tells people in advance that I'm Masa I'm notifying that this get that I'm giving is bottle. Even though when you give a get, the, the Bezdin has the person say that I'm being mevatel all my days, but nevertheless, later on, he can come and be mighty laz on the children and say that this woman, that uh, she got remarried, it's, it's really, I was moisim my on the get. And also another thing about the Mitzah, Shlucha de Rabbanan, a person that is causing pain to Shliach of the Bezdin that comes and gives to give them some kind of a summons, and he's not listening and he's being Mitzahim. And a person that had a chedim on him, for 30 days, and he doesn't do anything about it, he doesn't care, so he also gave lashes for this. And, the and for a son-in-law that's living in the house of the father-in-law. So what is this? What's, what's the issue of living by a father-in-law? So the Rashi's shot over here is because there's a Gemara Sachem that says that it's not a good idea for a son-in-law to live together with the in-laws because of inappropriate behavior that could be between the mother-in-law and the son-in-law. Yeah, that's Rashi's Pshat, but the other Rishayim say that the Pshat over here is that we're talking about in the stage of Kiddushin, before the Nisuin. So we don't want the son-in-law to live there in the same house, to be in the same place where the Kala is, where the, which says they shouldn't be living together. Okay, so the Gemara asks on this, the Dayer in, the last point there, regarding the son-in-law living by the in-laws, only if you live in the house, of light, but if you walk by the house of the father-in-law or the mother-in-law, it's not a problem, but we know of a story, there was a son-in-law that walked past the, the, the door of the, of the father-in-law, and and just for that alone, Rav Sheshis gave him Malchus, so you see that you're supposed to stay away from the, the in-law's house, as the Gemara, Hahu made them have a daimon, Over there, there was a different story. That over there, there was already a suspicion on the mother-in-law that had a relation with her son-in-law. So therefore, he wasn't supposed to walk by the in-law's house at all. But in a regular case, there's no concern just to walk by. Nerdoi, Omri, Nerdoi said about this whole list we said here, that Rav would give Malchus. <laughs> in all these cases we just mentioned, Rav would not give Malchus. Elo al only on the Mekadesh Bibia Beloishiduchi. Only if it was two things together. He was Mekadesh's wife with Bia, and there was no Shidduch before. There's no engagement. And so and the first the first connection he has to this woman is just to be Mekadesh with Bia. <laughs> so it's Mamish like like before Matantaira, a person meets a Isha Bishuk and his Mekadesh with Bia right away. And that, that's a princess. There are others that say, even if, he were, even if there was an engagement before, but being Mekadashah with Bia, he would give Malkus, Nami, Mishum Pritzusa, because of the, this is still Pritzus, to be Mekadash with Bia. This the point that I brought before about a son-in-law living in the in-law's house, so what's the hatha today? That a son-in-law could, could live by a father-in-law's house, if the Gemara over here says that Rav would be Mekadash, sorry, that Rav would give Malkus for this. So the Rishayim say that, that's only in a situation where the son-in-law is living there, Stam, he's, he's not gaining anything, but he's living there without uh, a reason. So then there's a chash. 
of, of the reasons that I mentioned before. But if it's a case where the son-in-law is living there and he's not paying, he's, he's, he's staying there, he's living there. If you live somewhere else, he has to pay rent. He's living by his shver and he's not paying anything. So over there, it's clear that he's living there because he's, he's getting free rent. But so, so therefore, we know why he's living there. It's, there's, there's no chash that there's any inappropriate behavior that, that there's a reason why he's living there. So then, then it's allowed. That's uh, one, one of the pshatim that it says in Paiskim when I get to this Indian. But Pyle, you see, you see over here in Nerdoi, Nerdoi didn't even include that bachlal in the list amongst the things that Rav would give Malchus for. Okay. <clears throat>